0: Next week, the Elk Grove City Council will formally approve their pursuit of the relocation of the Sacramento Zoo. During their March 23rd meeting, they will approve a memorandum of understanding, proudly announce the zoo is coming, and of course pat themselves on the back. But there is a lot of work left, especially as it relates to the construction costs before the zoo opens. Here is what Elk Grove City Manager Jason Berman had to say during the March 9th Feasibility Town Hall meeting conducted on Zoom. Um, um, The experts, the consultants believe that uh,
1: based on modeling and information about this zoo and operations at other zoos, that it would be a self-sustaining zoo, which is a critical component to the feasibility question.
0: I'm Dan Gauerti. In this edition of Elk Grove News Podcast, we'll review where the process started, events that brought us to this point, some of the inconsistencies and hurdles facing the Elk Grove Zoo. First, it's worth reviewing how we got here. Last September, Elk Grove announced it was entering a six-month negotiation period with the Sacramento Zoological Society to relocate the almost 100-year-old park. The 15-acre facility in Sacramento's Land Park neighborhood is landlocked. Because it can't expand, the zoo has lost some accreditation to house certain species and is looking to relocate so that itself will not become extinct. In September, Elk Grove Mayor Bobby Singh Allen appeared on Capitol Public Radio's Insight program, where she discussed the possible relocation. Here's what Singh Allen said about the negotiations and public participation.
1: We want to be very transparent and open in the process. Um, the zoo did approach the city um, earlier this summer.
0: It is important to note that the city was approached by the zoo for a variety of reasons, not the least of which is the city's wobbling economic development director, Daryl Doan, will probably do a personal victory lap if this project comes to fruition. Don't be fooled. The zoo approached the city. It makes you wonder what Mr. Doane is doing at City Hall. Beyond that, it shows the Zoological Society is in dire need of a new facility, and given the city's wide-eyed enthusiasm for any plan they are presented, Be it the failed California North State University's hospital project or former Mayor Gary Davis' scheme to build a $125 million major league soccer stadium and associated facilities, Elk Grove elected officials happily indulge any proposal, regardless if it is credible or not. Pragmatism doesn't seem to be in their vocabulary. The only large public works project the city has successfully launched has been District 56 and the Aquatic Center. But the Aquatic Center opened one year late, over budget, and was mired in litigation that was recently settled. Can we expect anything different from the same people responsible for what could be a $363 million endeavor? It's a fair question the mayor and city council need to answer. We should add a note on feasibility studies as well. By nature, they are subjective. The figures in this study provided can't be proven or for that matter, disproven. They are all qualitative figures. It's like the old saying about a skilled trial lawyer. They never ask a question they don't know the answer to. Same logic applies to feasibility studies. A city will never hire a consultant to do a feasibility study that will not provide the results they want. It's rare to find a governmental agency that commissioned a study that didn't have the exact conclusions that fit their narrative. You could argue once the feasibility study was commissioned, the die had been cast. This brings us to Mayor Singh Allen and her two councilmen, Pat Hume and Kevin Spies, and their November trip to the Houston Zoo. Three members meeting anywhere, even in a phone booth, is a quorum and a violation of the Ralph Brown Act, the law governing California public meetings. The city denied it was a meeting. Here is what Mayor Singh Allen said on the September Insight program.
1: The next six months will be a series of workshops and studies and um, really exploring how this would be financed. So these are a series of meetings with the city of Elk Grove and all of our stakeholders, as well as the Zoological Society. So that will be outlined over the next several months. And uh, I want to be very transparent with our community and be able to share the information along the way.
0: The first public meeting was held over five months after those comments. That was when the city purchased 100 acres for $9.2 million during their February 23rd meeting. Then came the March 10th town hall meeting on the feasibility study. Apparently, Elk Grove taxpayers do not meet the mayor's definition of stakeholders. Furthermore, even though the city swore up and down the clandestine trip to the Houston Zoo was never an official meeting because they never discussed the zoo, here is what Councilmember Kevin Speece said about their visit during the December 8th City Council meeting.
1: Three of us had a, a meeting at the zoo, wherein we discussed the zoo, and only the zoo, uh, and the future of um, uh, potential in Elk Grove.
0: This brings us to last week's town hall meeting, hosted by the City's Innovation Czar, Christopher Jordan. The program lasted almost two hours. The video of that meeting can be found on the City's YouTube page, If you are interested in watching, not surprisingly, there were all sorts of subjective figures about the economic benefits the zoo would bring. If you think about it, there's no real way those numbers can be verified. Fake numbers, perhaps? Regardless, the most important part of the meeting was City Manager Jason Berman's hurried eight-minute presentation about the most crucial aspect of the zoo. Financing the construction. First, we'll make a few subjective observations about Mr. Berman. By reputation, Mr. Berman is a devoted follower of his chosen faith. Unlike former city manager Laura Gill, who reputedly could cuss with the best of us, Mr. Berman is the type of person who has a squeaky, clean reputation, at least when it comes to foul language. A couple readers know that Mr. Berman seemingly sped through his presentation. Was he telegraphing his discomfort to be charitable with the ambiguity of his report and the findings of the feasibility study? Berman's presentation is reminiscent of Colin Powell's appearance before the United Nations discussing Iraq's supposed weapons of mass destruction. Powell knew that was not true, but he soldiered on. As someone who has observed Berman for over seven years now, these readers could be onto something. Regardless, here are some of Berman's statements during his presentation. First, Berman claims the project will be a public-private partnership.
1: So the first big financing pieces to get to that $174 million phase one project is private capital campaign. Corporate sponsors, individual sponsors, naming rights, um, donors. Uh, they, the feasibility study estimates that that $29 to $59 million um, is a, is, is a reasonable estimate that could be achieved through a partnership between the zoological society and the city of Elk Grove.
0: Put another way, the city and zoo are counting on a significant portion, $29 to $59 million for construction coming from corporate and individual donors.
1: Whoever you are, I've always depended on the kindness of strangers.
0: At this point, Berman said existing revenues could not and would not be used for construction.
1: One of the things I think it's important to note here is that you know we we can't make this happen using existing city resources that are fundamental for existing city programs and services.
0: He did not rule out future revenue sources, say a new local sales tax. This next audio clip is crucial. Berman first says future revenue from things like parking fees will be used for construction.
1: Revenue derived directly from um, the activities of the zoo. So, but for the zoo, these revenues would not be there. First and foremost is parking. It's an opportunity to charge for parking, which is common in zoos across the country. That could generate significant cash flow on an annual basis. That could be used to fund a portion of the construction of the of the zoo. In addition, as Daryl mentioned, there are economic impacts, economic and tax revenues generated from um, the activity associated with the zoo, both um, directly at the zoo and in related uh, businesses near the zoo, from sales tax and hotel tax and things that would not materialize but for um, the zoo itself.
0: Of course, parking fees can't be collected until the facility is open. So is the city and the zoo going to finance construction with, say, revenue bonds from future parking and admission fees? Berman didn't elaborate. Beyond that, Berman also seems to engage in some double talk. He says the zoo will generate extra sales taxes, and those sales taxes will be used for the construction. Anyone with a familiarity with the city's budget knows sale taxes make up the lion's share of revenues. So Berman is saying a portion of the city's largest source of revenue, sales taxes generated by the zoo, will be used to finance construction. Now, how can the city accurately account for what percentage of sales taxes will be generated from the zoo? Furthermore, how can we trust that they will not fudge those numbers to benefit the zoo? Will this new tax revenue come from a sales tax increase levied on consumers? It's a point Berman glossed over. Eventually, the city will have to explain to taxpayers, and more crucially, underwriters how these sales taxes will be allocated for payment of the construction mortgage. There was one positive note, but even that is inconsistent with what is on the city's zoo FAQ page. Um,
1: The other key thing that was touched on earlier is the fact that there is no ongoing city operating subsidy anticipated.
0: That page says, quote, it is likely that additional city funding for construction and operation of the zoo will be necessary. It should be noted last year the City of Sacramento provided a $322,000 subsidy to the zoo. There is no doubt when the City Council meets on March 23rd, they will gleefully enter in an agreement with the Sacramento Zoo to relocate its facilities. The City Council may well get the zoo launched at great cost. We are early in the process and inconsistencies are already surfacing. But the biggest question remains, who pays?